where are we today, Sindra? What is this place that we're in today? We are in the Molde Municipality's Citizens Lab. It's a place that the municipality of Molde has created to connect to the inhabitants of Molde and get outside of their own fortifications and silos so they can be a part of what the industry, not the industry, but the inhabitants is a part of. So we can easier get connected to all of the people that works in the municipality and also they can connect to the, to the industries that works in Molde. So we are at a site that uses for workshops and gather ideas and startups. And that's a great place to be just to start and creating ideas. Yeah. It's called the uh, Imom. Yeah. It's Innom. It's in, uh, in the Norwegian Inbyggerlab. That's the citizen lab and Innom. It's what's called like drop in. Yeah. Like drop, drop in. in. Yeah. Drop in. Yeah. Yeah. We dropped in and our hosts dropped out. <laughs> 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 they said, uh, here's the studio, you know what to do, we'll be back, we have a meeting to go to, and they said, hi da. Hi da. And yeah. then they disappeared, yeah. which is goodbye in Norwegian. Yeah. They're so. probably looking uh, around the windows now, and just, are they finished yet? Are they finished yet? No, we're not finished. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just kidding, I think we have an appointment at a, at a sauna. Yeah. Welcome to the EBFC Show, the easier, better for construction podcast. I'm your host, Felipe Engineer Manriquez. This show is all about the business of construction. Today's episode is sponsored by Bosch Refine My Site is a cloud-based construction collaboration platform that applies lean principles to enable your entire team to plan, communicate, and execute in real time. It's the digital tool that works in tandem with your last planner system process and puts it all together in one simple, collaborative ecosystem system. This easy-to-use platform is available in English, German, Spanish, Portuguese, and French and can be used on desktops, tablets, and mobile devices. According to Spencer Easton, Scheduling Manager at Oakland Construction, Refine My Site, in my opinion, is the best, leanest tool on the market for the last planet. Here's what our users have to say. We've looked at three other digital scheduling platforms and none compare to the straightforward approach Refund My Site takes. From milestone planning all the way down to daily tasks, this program gives every general contractor and their trade partners meaningful collaboration, accountability, and KPIs. Register today to try Refund My Site for free for 60 days. Today's show is also sponsored by the Lean Construction Institute. LCI is working to lead the building industry in transforming its practices and culture. Its vision is to create a healthy and thriving industry that delivers outstanding project outcomes every time for everyone. Check the show notes for more information. Now, to the show. Boom. Now we're ready to begin. First and foremost, I got to say thank you to Sindre and Oringa. Your hospitality and generosity is unparalleled. We'll do some introductions, tell the good people of the EBFC show a little bit about yourself. And while the two of them are introducing themselves, ladies and gentlemen, please tap the description below for all the links and contact information for how to get in touch with Sindre and Oringe. You're going to want to connect with them on social media, especially Oringe's Norwegian-only tagged article, which you can translate. And we'll have a translation of that in English as well soon. Sindra is just super funny to watch on LinkedIn. So a lot of energy, a lot, lot of laughing, a lot of laughing. Yes. A lot of laughing. So who's going to go first? Do, 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 do. Yes. I won't. Okay. Then you're first. Okay. <laughs> well, my name is Odinge. I work as a project manager in Konsto. That's a building company in Norway. We got approximately 1,200 employees all over the country and starting to get big in Sweden as well. So it's quite exciting. And I'm here to learn about Scrum. All right. This week. Yeah, this week. Yeah. And me, my name is Sindre. I'm working as a consultancy at Expro, now Advancia, change owner. But I work as a potato and for the projects in guiding them into virtual design and constructions, IPD, BIM, 
attacked processes like Scrum, using new tools to be get easier, better, and faster ways of doing construction. Did you say you work as a potato? <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure that I heard yeah, that correctly. <laughs> so for those the science nerds out there, you know that potatoes are amazing storehouses of energy. Yeah. And you can power all kinds of things with potatoes. Yeah. So if cool. you're yeah, if your project is running low on power in Molda, contact Sindre and he will boost your power. <laughs> he will boost you up. <laughs> so we're not gonna go that long. But I want to talk about the inspiration. I would love for Sindra to share the inspiration that I heard from Broen Min Jorgensen, how this conference got its name. Yeah, we are at the conference, the Big Larm. We are now starting that. And we are the first day now on Big Larm. And it's going to be tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So it's a big happening for a small town like Molde. And the early vision of this was started with, we have to have something that can connect us outside construction and building projects. We have to have fun yeah. as contractors, as consultancies, as owners together. And the, the idea was a construction festival. That was boring name and boring title. <laughs> <laughs> and when I thought I pitched the idea to several people and and when we connected to Milder, who are, which are a culture or event company, he listened to what I said and he said, ah, this is somewhat like Bylarm, it's a city noise translated. And that's the concept where you have a lot of cultural concerts popping up in the city in one concentrated hour of the week and a lot of events happening and it creates some noise in the city. And then they said, why not just call it Big Larm? And it's, it's, it sounds perfect for me. It's the concept of just popping up a lot of ideas, thoughts, events in Little Molde and create this party together there where we can connect. That's the vision. Yeah, it's very cool. So Jorgensen, just imagine what you would think of somebody that sings rock and roll with a nice Viking beard and just vibes with this is going to be cultural this is fun this is connecting this is putting heart into what we do and uh, and also thinking bigger yeah i'm super impressed and that's what uh, what led sindre to eventually partnering with oringe and uh, they have been just like partners in crime and i feel like the two of you are like brothers and i just hope i could be <laughs> like the adopted you're uh, the big brother yeah, <laughs> or the foreman man yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an inside joke. Sindra gets very worried when I say my father in Norwegian. <laughs> we can't talk about it on this podcast. No. <laughs> but you can definitely leave a comment and yeah. then I might answer the question of what, what I said and what's the meaning behind that. But I think I want to turn the tables on Oringe and love for you to share what your experiences were coming into construction and why you choose to do things differently. What drives you to not just do what everybody else does? I've been in this kind of industry since I'm be, I've been 13 years old and I've seen the fire, fire extinguisher, people running around doing this, but, but, and I actually want to be quite good at it myself. I felt that it wasn't good enough to, to just running around and putting out fires. I think I started to get on personality how to not let the fire start but i never had a like a tool or something to put it in motion though so when i met cinder he started with all these processes and post-its and all that and i was fascinated uh, <laughs> that it actually was a system to break things down and you could see the fires before they come though and not running beside Cinder. I'm struggling behind him <laughs> trying to follow him in his footsteps with with this development in tax and scrum though so yeah that's my history I, yeah he's very humble so like i i've looked at some of the projects that odinga has shared with me and it is best in class and i'm talking about i've been to ireland germany sweden South America and the United States. And I put Oringe in the top 1% of 
of all project managers that we should aspire to be. Doesn't feel like that, yeah. but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you heard in the story is that he's been doing this since he was 13, so a long time. I've only been in the business since about 18, so you have a five-year head start on me. When you come into this industry, you realize very quickly that it can be very difficult to be successful. And sometimes it can feel like we win by accident or we finish things with, like you said, with fire extinguishers, like things are literally burning all around us and we're just trying to get it done and we're missing some system way to have higher reliability, easier project delivery, and then out come the crazy people with their sticky notes, <laughs> like Sindra and myself. We use a lot of sticky notes and even was probably 50 yards away from here. We had a showing of the sticky note pools, which I thought was amazing with your foreman. Can you tell the story what we saw with Roy? Oh, the sticky notes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we had a method that if you drag the sticky note off in the wrong way, it will hang out from the wall though. And Roy knows how to not let it hang. And when you showed him the world-class tricks, <laughs> jaw dropped. I was fascinated. So yeah. I think I really got a new hero today. Yeah. And then we quickly invited Roy to join us in the sauna. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you're in Norway. Yeah. That's what you do. Molda has a, it's a small town feel. It's the, like the little big village. But I think the interesting thing is how friendly everybody's been and everyone's pitching in. Today, we toured multiple different companies of people that are going to participate in the conference, as well as in the scrum training that's going to start tomorrow morning. And it was just fascinating to see that this conference, what you all are creating here, is an environment where people can cross, no matter what their background is, whether they're in supply chain, whether they're in design, geotechnical engineering, whether they're in a traditional general contractor or trade contractor, and just have an exchange of ideas and information to improve how we deliver here and make this the world-class city that it deserves to be and is. And if you ever get a chance to come to Norway, it would be a crime that you don't stop here in Molde. True. So true. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, let's say the first year up on that project that where Cinder introduced me to post its and stuff like that. That was my first time. And I came from a family business and my uncle with his old school way. And it was quite a lot of resistance in him. But after a couple of projects, he only wanted projects where Cinder were because He's the only person that was no, who knew what he was doing. The rest was just idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the message from the old school guy. And that, yeah. that, that says a lot. It uh, does. Uh, he's yeah. on the right path there. But and then the key is, uh, as Jason told me, as clear as glass, we have to create stability in our projects. And the stability is not created by old methods like CPM or no planning or three weeks planning, they, we have to have stability. And the only system that creates that stability in a good way is tech. And you can create a lot of value by just touching into tech, just by touching into creating that stability. So you don't have to be a professional tech master to achieve value and achieve stability in projects. You just have to Try and start in implementing it, and it will create value immediately. And I see that the older guys and women that works in the industry, they understand this when you create that stability, because they see beyond the post-it notes. So you have to not over-process this system thinking, tool thinking. You have to go directly and be very pragmatic about what you're doing. And create that stability. That's the vision. That's the goal. And then you can use weekly plans. You can use the micro plans. You can use all kinds of obstacles analysis. You can use all the tools to create furthermore value. But just setting up that flow in all those three dimensions 
logistical trade flow and uh, tax zone flow, you, you will create stability. And that's in, in an apartment, if you do a renovation at home, set it up intact. You will create a lot of value. So I think it starts very easy. And there's further on, we, it's, I think it's amazing that we are only in the beginning of this and we already see so much value creation uh, outcome. Yeah, absolutely. The difference that is talking about, and Oding has got now one project done that he started with, and then another one starting an historical renovation with the young Christopher. Yeah. And then we've got another one that you're going to start to implement Scrum on after yeah. this week. Super exciting. We'll be back. We'll be back in touch to talk more about that one when it happens. But the everyday construction for people watching the show, you might not know that the vast majority of projects don't finish on time and they don't finish under budget and contractors that do finish. We actually, we went to a place today, which will leave anonymous, but it's in nor somewhere in Norway and the project is done, right? Everyone says the project is complete. And yet we have a scaffold outside the building and we have ceiling tiles moved out of the way inside. So they're still running teleconference communication wiring inside and construction is in full swing inside next to the people occupying the building, but it's done. It's not done yet. And that project in stark contrast with some of the other people we talked to this morning was using just the old methods of critical path method scheduling or push scheduling, where they're just pushing and saying phrases like, we don't have time to plan, we have to hurry up and go, and they don't finish. So if you're watching this and you find your project is in a state of not finishing, or when you finish, people are still left behind, refugees are still there on the site finishing lists of things to do, you're not done. And you've got to try some different methods like TACT and Scrum so you can see the complete project all the way to the end in bite-sized pieces, very simple, so that people can work in a very reliable way and get done. You don't have to work so hard. It creates, because we have only touched into TACT, and I see, I don't see TACT without Scrum. And I don't see- I'll drink Scrum, to that. Yeah, but because you create stability with the TACT, but to create that stability, you have, the, you have to have a, an agile way of focusing on what's important to build that stability because if you do not that, do that you have one person that creates the schedule outside the design team outside everything and it doesn't get synced in what you're building because the tech system and the tech plan is the stability and that has to be synced with how the product is designed if you're going to design it and do it design with build competition, then you have to do those syncing because you do not a collaborative model with general contractor. So you have to have a plan that is buildable. And to get that, you need Scrum to work out the pieces to create that stability from a macro plan to the normal plan and down almost to the weekly plan. So you have to control of the risk factors from the building. And if you do that, you have to use Scrum and focus on what is important because you can't, if you're building a building in two years or three years and starting with design from the idea, you can't start with the end. You have to start with the end as near as the end can be. And the product you're delivering is not a building. You're delivering information for decision, a business case or a solution for the user of the building. And that is product you're delivering, but the end product is the building. So you have to build this information maturity constantly all the time. So it doesn't switch into paper notes. And there you are a killer, Felipe, with automation and creating this information flow that doesn't create those silos. And Scrum is a fantastic tool to use that, break it up in pieces that we can manage and focus on. It just reminds me, like, as you were talking that just like in, in Norwegian, there's different dialects in ways to do it. There's still very unique ways to connect with the people 
and to reach across the silos and bring people together. And one of the really good things about Scrum and Tact and these collaborative ways to work is that it automatically lowers, it doesn't remove the silos because you're going to always have the specialists. Moringa is going to be for a long time a project manager because he likes that title. But eventually we're going to replace that with scrum master <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's okay you want to just open up a window or create a doorway so that people can reach through the silo and connect you just need a little window yeah. a little port window if that's all you can do is just start with something small mm-hmm. and then later you can get bigger and bigger doorways and then in the future you can have a hallway and then we can just take the whole wall down and you still have your three sides of your perfection of your what your specialty is because we're always going to have specialists but we need places to to come together like you said the turig the city center Turig, yeah yeah turig yeah yeah so we need like a city center where people can bump into each other and have the right conversations so that they can know oh i'm going to be through here in this area or why on oringa's project do we not work on fridays we're going to plan our work for a four-day tact versus a five-day tact and not have that lost time of the weekend or the overtime. And I loved yesterday. Oh, it's this morning. It's been, yeah. it's been quite a long day. <laughs> it was this morning. Oringa was sharing, like, if you work people too hard, they'll burn out. Yeah. In the old way before your hotel tact and that old way where people were working, like in the project we saw this morning, it's still not finished. People look tired yeah. and they get tired. What's been your experience with people working too hard they get sick days looking for other places to work you lose your your good people because they're good people work hard because they don't want to lose if you can say it like that so they take all the weight on their shoulders they drag it yeah the the rest so those are the people that you break down first in that setting because they are feeling the responsibility and they want to reach the goals so yeah I think that's an important thing. And when you work hard all week, you need the time on the weekend to spend with your family, doing what you want to get reset for when Monday comes. If you can't do that, what's the point? In my opinion. You know, yeah. It's only work. Yeah, it's only work. It's only work, yeah. Teach <laughs> that from Felipe, yeah. uh, yeah. It's only work. Yeah, we talked about that in the car ride. Apparently, uh, at least two of us really like Star Wars. We don't know about the third person yet. <laughs> We don't know if this person likes Star Wars like we do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, we said, like, in the, I don't remember which movie it is, but it was when, in the making of Darth Vader, he gets his arms and legs cut off. And I was telling Cinder that when that we were watching that movie at home, I paused the movie and I told my wife, I was like, you realize that he just got his arms and legs cut off for a job? <laughs> it's just a job. The emperor gave him a job to do, and he took it so seriously. He sacrificed his arms his legs and his humanity for a job. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know anybody out there that's trying to have that type of hustle culture level. We're not trying to have that. We want to play the long game and be around and be significant. So like we know the people, like we visited NeuroConsult. NeuroConsult. And we even talked about, there's a gentleman there that's been doing geotechnical engineering and he's just turning 83 now, and he's still having fun at work. He's still doing the work, right? If we want to be that long-term able to contribute value, you cannot have like very intense moments where you're burning people out and you're sacrificing your family time. You've got to be able to do the work, deliver the value, and then come back in, recharge, refresh, and start the next Monday, yeah. the next plan, the next sequence of tact, the next time going to the sauna. The next time we go to Bud and have the next buffet in the vanilla sauce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you're, we're already clapped. We're, we're clapped in already. Don't over process. Just, now he's being diva. It just sounds like. Now he's just being a diva now. Okay. Okay. See how, yeah. See how addicting it is? Yeah. Now when Odiga does this clapping, then we know it's catchy. It's a thing. And then it's over. <laughs> so, that enthusiasm is real. Yeah. The way that that's the way weird. he talks. Everywhere we've gone, uh, mostly uninvited. <laughs> and we just walked into people's offices and Cindy starts talking to people like that and they just let us in. <laughs> no door has been locked to us in Molda. 
it's wide open people come on down yeah you want to come to the largest construction conference mixing of cultures and better ways to work is right here in beautiful Nolde. yeah yeah it's love it is love yeah. it's a love conference yes yeah. <laughs> there will be music there will be Ul. Ul, yeah. yeah, which is beer, yeah. in case you don't know, translated. And vin, for people that like wine. Yeah. As well as van, which is water, in Oslo. How do you say water in Molde? Van. Van. Yeah, so Prolingo is, that's Molde also. Yeah, that's my, my Duolingo. I'm on day three of a hot streak with the Duolingo owl learning Norwegian. <laughs> It in. So this is this is what happens when you go to Norway and you do scrum in person. So back to Oringe, you are showing us an incredible tact implementation on a hotel project that by all accounts should have been easily 14 or 15 months. A live hotel with guests and your job was to renovate roughly how many rooms do you remember? 95, I think. 95 different rooms in a live working hotel in what city? Christensen, the neighbor city. Christensen, so not too far from here. And you did it how fast? From November to May, I think it was. Seven months. I did the math earlier today, so I remember. Seven months, twice as fast on his first ever tact implementation. If I do my job, I will splice in the video from Oringe's office right now. Right now. Roll the video. So gonna, I just want to show Jason that I've got Oringe Samuelson here. Tact master. He takes your class, Jason, right here in roughly September, October, November, and then creates a less than one week tact plan. Four-day tech plan, Oringe? A two-day tech plan. He creates a two-day tech plan. I see my Norwegian numbering counting is not that good, Jason. <laughs> so, uh, so Odinge has to translate. Uh, what is this number here in, uh, in oh, English? One week. One week? No, it's a... <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Jason. It's a, it's a one, one week. And every, uh, every section here is built to be four days or less, right? So that there's no working on uh, Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. Yes, yeah, I've done my copy. Right. And then he's got uh, areas where he could not tact and he had to pull. He popped in from Miro, which I know you love, Jason. You can tell it's Miro from the little reveals on the stickies. It's not Mural, which I love. I love Mural. Mural, if you're watching this video, I am open to taking advertising from you <laughs> at any time. <laughs> Shameless plug. Okay, but we love this tag plan starts. Could you explain the innovation here at the beginning that we talked about? Yeah, this is the, the trade actions that I couldn't fit in the tag wagon, so I just threw them up there. I don't remember the word you had for it, but... Yeah, I called it the... This is the, the cow pusher time. Yeah. Where the train, the tack train, pushes the cows out of the way to let the train flow smooth through the entire station. Yes, right. Which we said, uh, what do we, how do we say cow in uh, Norwegian, Sindre? Coo. Coo and push. Push. Dutta. Coo dutta. Cow pusher. Coo dutta. There, there my, my Google Translate Sindre right there, 2.0. <laughs> This, this describes the floor of the hotel and this is the room so kind of describe the process of uh, doing all the soft renovation and in the end we have the washing because that doesn't start in the intact just start with the washing and complete it so this is the last day from that floor yeah this is just so perfect and and the total time we talked about uh, this before the video started and I was asking Odinga, this is any anybody that would schedule this in a typical critical path method schedule would probably create a one year or longer project schedule. And this entire schedule was done in about half a year. Twice as fast. Just so powerful. Sindre was asking Odinga, what would he do differently 
And uh, you were actually sharing something that the workers asked you to do. And could you just tell us one more time, what was the innovation that you brought that the workers asked you for in the TAC communication? They asked for red lines in the start and the end of the week so that they were easier to get access to, to sort out which area they're on. And I also increased the double size of the routing because, uh, yeah, it's easier for them. Um, and I'm also not keeping orders or other thing on the main plan. I will keep that on the backlog for the for the management. So, yeah. Yeah. Version of it. He's keeping it simple. He's giving the people what they want, innovating and in how they do the tact. This is the mark of a tact master. And what makes Odinge super special to me, which I got to show He's right here because he's all about making the work easier, better, and faster. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the, yeah, we've got to get the behind the scenes from his phone as well. The video taking <laughs> the video. It'll be interesting to see the outcome of this. <laughs> 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 The image of this video yeah. is going to be multi-dimensional. Yeah. I think we need some scrum and text yeah. to put it together. Yeah. There will be... Now I'll have to shoot the behind the scenes, how I edit the video later, <laughs> so that people can see from my hotel room exactly how I do it. What's my method? Yeah, I think I had to try it right away. And I told Sindra that I was lucky because the project started right afterwards and was a perfect project to to try it um but i felt very unsecure though but uh, uh lucky me yeah lucky him and that uh, feeling luckily for all of us odinga is the type of person that he's going to act with courage and even though you felt uncomfortable doing something new which all of us do even i even sindra if you try something new you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to, yeah, we want to see if you're looking at me dead on. And if I go through everything like this, perfectly balanced, I'm not pushing myself to grow. I want to come a little askew like this, a little sideways, just a little uncomfortable on the side. And that way I can grow stronger this way. And eventually I can come back this way. And if I do that professionally with the different things that I do, I will grow and become more valuable for my organization, more importantly for my team, the people that depend on me, the trade contractors that put their trust in us to lead, and as well as for my family because I'm feeding myself knowledge, gaining wisdom and experience that I'm going to teach my son who knows that this podcast is for him so that in the future when he becomes a general contractor or even smarter, a specialty contractor, but it takes a lot of courage. It's not hard uh, academically to start implementing either Scrum or Tact. It's not hard to learn, but to implement it, it takes some courage because you are often alone when you start with it. Oh, yeah. And you stand alone with your beliefs. And from my perspective, that was a belief feed on frustration from the other ways I've tested that I didn't, I did know it doesn't work. Uh, I had tried other methods. I tried the existing way of uh, planning projects. I've tried the existing way of designing and leading design of projects by doing the protocols from the meetings and just rewinding and go through them over and over again and see, have you done that? No, you haven't next week yeah and then we go next this is the fr frustration of i don't accept this and that is what feeds that courage from my perspective to stand there alone and say i don't know all about tech i don't know all about scrum but let's start together and doing this and then you have to take that position you have to and that's the courage and i saw that on odinga and when he went on the tech course, he invested so much in it by himself. His personality grew a lot because he sat down, he perfectionated his tech plan. He said, this has to be a very good, good plan. And he started to communicate it. He, he came over obstacles 
personalities that yeah. didn't want to merge with it. And then he has to handle them. And that's the courage position, because if you flip over and you be some kind of neighbor land of us. That's <laughs> 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 like a, could be an adjacent country. Yeah. We don't want to name any names. But if you're, <laughs> if you're very touchy, then these changes are hard to stand in because you're often alone. I think it needs a quite good amount of self-confidence. To You're going to be a snowplow through the whole thing because you're the only one with a belief that this is going to work. Mm. And if you don't have a stomach for it, it will break you down mm. from the outside people. And some people are working against you and someone it's not just believing in you but will give it a try uh, and they will judge you by your success or failure so it i was lucky i had a success on the first one because people won't stand in my way on the next one so that's mm. i think that's what was a turning point for me yeah. get the first one done and also this is one of the pros with scrum because tact is a team system. It's a, it's a greater system, it's a bigger system that has, you have to have some kind of confidence in implementing it. If it's the first and you have a lot of resistance outside. But Scrum, you don't start implementing Scrum in a team. You start learning and experiencing Scrum for yourself. You start by Scrumming your day, your week, and try to figure out the system for yourself. And then you don't talk about Scrum, you just do Scrum. And then you're in a position of being a project manager and you implement that system, which you call Ninja Scrum. It's a hidden Scrum. And you just do it. And you will feel elevated because it works. It works for your perspective, it works for a team. And of course, if you scale it, it gets more complicated, but it's still the same system. So Scrum, it's much more easier to start if you don't have that courage. So I believe that Scrum should be on academics, on the bachelor's degree for all the project manager and engineers. You have to learn Scrum as software engineers do, because that you can start and implement on yourself from day one. Completely agree. And Dr. Jeff Sutherland recently published a book just within the last week called First Principles in Scrum. And he told us on a call the week before the book went live, he said, I've got to do a better focus and all of you Scrum trainers need to do a better focus of communicating the importance of a personal Scrum, which Cinder just was hitting on just perfectly. And I had 10 hours of flying in an airplane. I read through the entire book in 10 hours and here we are not even seven days later and Jeff's already published an update to the book. As he said in the book, he will have regular sprints updating the book. So he's using Scrum to make a first principle Scrum book, which is encouraging people to start with Scrum by yourself. It becomes very fractal. Sindra said, if you do it and bring it inside into your experience, then you can just always be doing it. A, B, S, always be Scrumming. It's so always true. be scrumming. Yeah, so true. Yeah, I think that this is one of the key takeouts that people hopefully will get from the Scrum course now is to start with themselves, not pushing this system into other projects and trying to scale it without knowing and having experience with it. Because I am true to myself that I'm not a Scrum master for per definition. I'm a scrum doer because I don't measure velocity. Why? Because I meet resistance on that. I have to have more consistency in my methods before I measure it. So I have to get the process, the ways of working and the flow for working and the people with me on the processes. And I say that we measure when we're ready. And one project now we're going through this process, we are starting to measure the sprints. We're measuring the sprints in outcome and cost. So the sprint reviews, they we mark it up. What was the result of the products? And we see what was the cost. Is immediately what the cost. 
And that is what we measure now. And I see next step for that team is to measure in score points. So we can forecast where we're going, not just being financial focused. We're also going to be velocity measuring ourselves to forecast if we're going to be more teams. So you have to, for my perspective, you have to learn the system and you have to find your way of implementing it so it fits, so it gives you flow, not being a scholar example of tact or scrum. And it just creates friction all the time. Yeah. Sindre, as you're talking, and Oringa said it yesterday, people come together because of shared values and stay together. Like you can collide and bump into people. We've walked past hundreds of people on the street, but some people we've walked past and we've collected them. And now they're coming with us to Big Larm and we're staying together. Everything that you just mentioned on your philosophy and approach to Scrum yourself and with your teams i am 100 percent aligned on and that it this is the way <laughs> this is the way this is yeah. the way this is the way <laughs> yeah if you're watching this and you hear something if you've read the scrum guide or if you practice scrum and you disagree with what we're saying then you're missing the point because right in the beginning on the current scrum guide now it says that the system is incomplete by design so that people can fill it in and adapt it to suit their needs and the specificity of their teams. What does your specific team need? I will be training tomorrow and cover the idea of velocity. And recently, it was just last Monday and Tuesday, I was teaching a new team of Scrum Masters Scrum. And I said in the velocity section, this is an idea that you may not come to use for one or two years. It might take you that long. Some of you might start using this concept of velocity tomorrow. I've had, I can count on one hand how many people have started using velocity immediately versus the people who have to come more slowly to the system because there are things to unlearn. Unless you're like Sindre and Oringe and your frustration is so high, you're willing to unlearn faster. Remember that. Practice some grace with yourself unlearn, make space for trying something new, be courageous and disciplined. You forgot to mention how disciplined Odinga is. Yeah. He's extremely disciplined. Yeah, I expect much of the, yeah, myself and those around me, to be precise. Yeah, that's very good. As they say in Norway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Short> <laughs> you thought long. it was going to be like really <laughs> profound. Yeah. That just means yes. <laughs> I'm only a level two Duolingo owl. Yeah. My wings are not even sprouted out yet. Yeah. When do you get wings? Which level? Yeah, you get wings, I think, like at level five. Okay. Yeah. They can start flying. Yeah, now I'm starting to to spell and to write. Oh, well, it's, yeah. The written part is hard. It's getting harder, yeah. yeah. But in the Scrum system, we're in the construction Scrum. We're a lot focused on the scrum master or the agile coach in the processes, in the projects. And of course that's correct. And it's very important to get the system, get the projects to get better. And the way I've talked to it earlier for you, Felipe, is the part of the scrum system where you have the visions, you have the metrics, you have the products, you have the strategy of the product owner part of the scrum system because i am in the early stages of a project where we transform a building from a business case an idea a society demand or a need we create it to a building a product who delivers this value my i see extreme value in creating some level of knowledge around the product owner or the building owners, because we have building owners now seeking Scrum Master, and they are very good at, okay, they can be an agile coach, but for them, if we are going to create good projects, we have to start off correct. We have to start with the right, the goals. I see that also in the IPD and the VDC system I've been in. If we don't create sufficient and good goals in the start that has value, 
then we can start creating our own values and our own metrics in the system that doesn't create value necessary because we're just we have to have some goals the system says we have to have goals so then we start over processing by creating metrics on building information modeling or we try to over process by implementing tact systems that are huge or we're co-located where we not need to be co-located and then we try to build down this terminology of system bdc ipd and then we can trash talk it afterwards because it doesn't succeed but the goals were not correct because the owner product owner is the owner of the vision that transforms the vision into a strategy that is an is a backlog is an epic that you as a product as a scrum master need to implement into the team so if you start with a scrum master you can start with yourself but when immediately when you start with the product you need a good backlog you need good products you need good problems to take into the team or else you just process yeah yeah so, you need somebody to articulate that vision so a lot of people don't realize that the role of the product owner <coughs> is to articulate the voice of the customer for the scrum team for purposes of creating that backlog what should we do what is the problem this building or this structure is going to solve yeah. and then making that as clear and concise as possible i can't help but use the background of the fjord behind us and we we're talking about navigating ships and we went to visit the viking sky the anchor was there yeah. and we see the result of bad decision making bad systems and the calamity of things happening that almost sunk an entire cruise liner and what ships need every good ship has a captain to steer but every captain serves the customers of the ship that want to go somewhere where was the viking sky going before it almost shipwrecked it was going out from christensen i think and out yeah, it was, it was going to pass Historica, and they gave it a shot, but the forecast was bad. So no other ship went out on Historica, only the Viking Sky. Yeah. With that size, it should be should have been a no problem. No? Yeah, but the, the engine stopped. Yeah, engine stopped with the sensor right. no oil tanks. Yeah, due there. to something very trivial. But a lot of decisions were made. My point is that we've got a group of people that have paid and want some type of experience and the value of people that go on cruises are like a little bit of a thrill seeker and they like also comfort. <laughs> it's not like mountain climbing <laughs> people that mountain climb don't necessarily also go on cruises. They're different types of people. So the product owner of the Viking sky is the person who's setting the direction and making the decision. And ultimately in that situation was almost a deadly decision. Like we have construction projects. We've all worked on a project where nobody could articulate, why are we building this? Nobody can articulate what's the most important thing to the customer. And like Sindra just said, people make assumptions. Earlier in your career, when you were a trade contractor, what would you say was the most important thing every day when you were operating a machine? If you had to pick one thing, what would it be? I think it would be the maintenance and having diesel and everything like that because if one of the thing breaks or you don't have diesel your day is destroyed your day is done you can't do yeah what you do in the machine which is yeah. do what making money the machine makes money but what are you doing in excavation what are you what's the type of uh, work depends on it's ditches for trains or parking lots or yeah whatever foundation for houses so yeah, all types. You see what that's my point, Oringe. Yeah. Like when we I destroy I, for the next person. Yeah. When I leave you to just guess yeah. what the vision is, you don't have a concise, it's definitely this. Right? It's different for every project based on what their need is. And then from your perspective as an operator, the machine has to work throughout the shift and tomorrow. Yeah. Because what happens if we don't maintain the machine? Production stops. Production stops, and then we can't dig the ditch. We can't make the hole. We can't level the parking lot. We can't create the grade. We can't do the enabling work that allows for everything else to follow after. 
And Odinga knows that excavation is my favorite trade of all time. And if you didn't know that watching this, you now know. Yeah. And also, one thing I've seen is that a lot of projects that doesn't fit the financial class or the financial goal for the owner has not have the goal in the start. So we start creating sub-goals or subcultures, let's say the architect or the design. Let's say, okay, it's, is it going to be a nice building? Of course, it's going to be a nice building. And then they just design it and they do it up. So we have a lot of buildings around here that are first drawn from the architect. And we see it's a beautiful picture. It's a beautiful building. And it's a, probably a signature building with all kinds of dimensions and, and an architect, very good solution. But then it meets probably Odinge, who's a general contractor. And the system demands that he is going to price it. And then he delivers his bid. And you see, this is the twice the amount. We, then it starts to spin all this negativity around the project and the product and the owners get pissed and the consultants try to protect themselves and try to, to push the contractor as, a, as the troublemaker. And we start to create all this noise, unnecessary noise, because we didn't have a goal. So if we could start with the goal that said, okay, that was, that's the idea that I love about IPD is you have a target value. You say, this is the money that I have to use on this. And that's not no problem saying that. But you have to say, where are your priorities with this money? Where are you going to put it? Okay, if it's a fantastic facade, yeah, put it there. But then the rest can't be as rich and as popular as all. So you guide the architect with those goals. And so you do that with all of the other parties. Those goals are so necessary. Very special thanks to my guests. I'm Felipe Engineer Manriquez. The EBFC show is created by Felipe and produced by a passion to build easier and better. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, everybody. Let's go build. Build.